Where is InsureTech headed next? This is where indie agents own the answer. Welcome to the Vertifor Insurance Podcast. Let's go. All right. Welcome back to another episode of the Vertifor Insurance Podcast. So pumped to have you guys with us today. Heath and I have both had our coffee. Yes. And ready to rock. Heck yeah, man. What 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 cup are you on? One, two, Probably three. Probably three. Three? Probably three. Three. Three of the black three. coffees. Yeah. Oh my God. All right. I'm on six. So no, Six? Holy smokes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. How many of those are nitro brews? I well, you know, so, no, so this is a problem. I'm drinking hotel coffee. So six cups of coffee is one nitro coffee. Right. Yeah, totally. Totally get it. Totally get it. All right. Let's get to it. I'm really excited to introduce you guys to the one and only Elijah Goodman. He's a producer at Goodman Family Insurance, and he is here to blow our minds when it comes to insurance and TikTok. Welcome, Elijah. What's up, man? Yeah. Hey, Sydney. Thanks, guys. Excited to be here. So thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, All right. You go. Yeah. I'm just interested to hear kind of the origin story because you told <laughs> us like you've been open like a year and a half, you know, so tell me a little bit about your story, your background, how the agency came to be and all that good stuff. Yep. Yep. So I guess to start off with the uh, agency. So growing up, my dad was always in insurance. He's been in insurance for about 35 years now. He had his own all-state agency for about 30 years or so. So a long time. That's kind of my childhood growing up. He just worked in insurance. I never thought I wanted to do insurance. I thought it was boring and never wanted to do it. <laughs> I understand um, that. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Of course, at that point, I wanted to be a professional athlete. That didn't quite work out, though, so hey. here I am. But um, So, yeah, ultimately, though, um, after college, I got a job not in insurance. I did that for about a year, and then I didn't really like that. And then that's kind of when I decided I wanted to work in insurance. And then talking to my dad, obviously, he actually recommended I go the independent side versus the captive side. Mm -hmm. So then I got a uh, job at a really large independent agency here in uh, the Milwaukee area. I'm from uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin here. So got a job there. I was there for about a year and a half, two years. And it was really good. I I really enjoyed that agency. They had really good training, just kind of taught me what I needed to learn and then uh, ultimately, my dad and I were always kind of talking about opening up a independent agency, and then my dad uh, ended up selling his all state agency, and then we he opened up uh, Goodman Family Insurance, and then he brought over me and uh, his longtime employee uh, Jennifer at Allstate. So now it's uh, my dad, Jennifer, and myself here, three man shop, and yeah, we just started this like a year and a half ago. So uh, that's kind of how we got here. Nice. So I- I feel like I found your videos, Instagram, TikTok, like a year and a half ago. So did you come in with a marketing, like that was your yes. goal, was like you wanted to come in and your job was do marketing or was that just like, what was the story so, there? Yeah, so at first, like when we first started the agency, I had no plans or anything to yeah. start uh, making TikTok videos. Like I did plan to make videos through like, I guess, Instagram and Facebook. And it was just gonna be kind of basic boring videos. And I still have those on my laptop, which is funny to think about. I see these like uh, just explaining coverages and everything. Uh, but then kind of how I got into TikTok is <clears throat> my one friend uh, made a video on TikTok and it did pretty well. And it was nothing to do with insurance. It's like my friend made a funny video. And then I made a bet with her that I could make a video that would get more views than her on TikTok. <laughs> 
And that was my that's first the video. That's the competitive side. Now I'm seeing yeah, it come out. So, yeah. There it is. So then I came up with an idea, which would be a, what would be a funny video. And my first video that did well was that cold call video I did. Yeah. Um, but that, so that was actually like my friend on the, on the line. So pretty much though, I, well, me and him just made that video and then it went viral pretty much, which is cool. And then that point I just kind of kept making videos and, but that's kind of how it started. I just had a bet with my friend that I could make a video that would get more views than she got. And I won the bet. So I was happy. That's awesome. Right. So the people in the videos don't work for the agency. They just. Oh. Correct. They're that's all my, so yeah. funny. Yeah. But then, you know, like all the interns and stuff, they're just my friends. They don't uh, work for the agency. Or anything. We're, just, we're just messing around having fun, honestly. It's uh, kind of what the videos were. They're, they're brilliant videos. So hold on. So did you, how did how did it go viral? Like, did, did were there hashtags that y'all were using? I, and okay, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't have TikTok on my phone. And that's in, <laughs> no problem. <laughs> that's intentional. Oh, dude. And here's why. Because yeah. if I put it on my phone, I'm going to spend an hour on it and yeah. get sucked into the algorithm. I, I had it on my phone for a little while and I just was like, nope, nope, can't do it. So it's, it's so addictive. It is yes, very addictive it and it's, it helps addictive. me pass the time in certain areas that yeah. really help. Yeah. So I, I stay on Instagram where I get sucked into triathlon Instagram and that's my, my, yeah, one, okay, nice. my one weakness. So you're going to yeah. have to like school me here on how okay. the Instagram or how the TikTok platform works as far as like going viral. Yeah. viral so we got to right? teach Grandma Sydney yeah, about. Teach me. <laughs> yeah. Like, give me, show me the ropes here, okay? Yeah. So I, like, I'm really not like uh, know exactly the ins and outs of how TikTok works and how to go viral and stuff like that. Um, I would do hashtags to answer your question. I kind of just do basic type hashtags. I do like Funny, hashtag funny, hashtag sales, hashtag insurance. Okay. I really don't know if that's what you're supposed to do for hashtags. That's just what I did. Yeah. Um, but pretty much, um, yeah, pretty much I know the biggest thing with TikTok is you got to like make a video that gets people's attention right away and mm -hmm. makes them want to keep watching because I think there's something with watch time. If people watch the first like certain amount, they'll just keep pushing, not pushing it out to people. I see. So I think. I think that's really important is just making the video um, at the beginning, like addicting to watch the people are going to keep watching it. Um, but yeah, I did use hashtags. I don't know uh, proper technique for hashtags, but I just kind of do like insurance, hashtag sales, hashtag funny, yeah, uh, kind of stuff along those lines. But yeah, that's what I would do. And I think another part of it for you that, and I was a, you know, I don't know if you call it a fan, but like I, I watched all of them, you know, as it came out because yeah. you had a theme throughout. You had the interns. Yeah. And you would take the interns with you. People would want to follow that story uh, of the yeah. little the little intern and going yeah. door knocking with you. And just the way yeah. you would talk to him was so shocking. And just the <laughs> yeah. shock value, it was just hilarious. I know. And the intern, uh, intern, the most popular intern, intern Aaron, was just hilarious because yeah. he's respectfully to him he's not the tallest guy so just having him like go door knocking be the tough guy and just not uh be scared of anything he was it was hilarious yeah it was just yeah the shock value thing i think is what got it because a lot of people watch those videos it's crazy okay so yeah. hold on let's dive into the content side of things here because i i know a lot yeah. of agencies and this goes back to my ryan hanley agency nation days yeah. right when he <laughs> was going around the country saying every insurance agent needs to 
replicate my successful content marketing strategy, which was like answer a hundred insurance questions in a hundred days yeah. on YouTube. He had content warfare. Content warfare. And, yeah. and so like, and he had, yeah. I mean, you know, there was a lot of proof in the pudding, right? He yeah, there was. generated yeah, there was. a number of leads. He increased mm-hmm. the amount of traffic to his father-in-law's site. Like it was a successful venture now. And, and a lot of that was during the time when like search engine optimization, was uh, was like a a very strategic and impactful way to market, uh, yeah. and so like you would use social media, but it was less about the social content side of it, and it was more about education. It was it yeah. was less about the fun, like crazy attention grabbing content, and more about I'm just trying to be that person, the the advisor digitally. Right. So yeah. tell, talk to me about because your content strategy is totally different. You were yeah, like, I just I want think, to entertain people. Yeah, I think that's kind of what helped me stand out. too. was just I was kind of going a different route with just making really random out there funny videos, which obviously people in like professional world, you usually don't see those videos. And it is usually just the uh, basic um you know, content is talking about coverages and stuff along those lines, which is fine. And obviously that works for a lot of people, but yeah, I just went the entire opposite route and just made um, just really random funny videos. And I, I always kind of had a weirder sense of humor like that. So I thoroughly enjoyed making those videos because I just thought they were really funny myself. So yeah, I just kind of went with making funny videos and there's a lot of people out there at social media. I think the most, most of the most viral stuff are, are funny type videos mm-hmm. so there's kind of a lot of people that uh gravitated towards those funny videos and mm-hmm. just because it was just so not common to see someone in insurance or some sales role just making uh really yeah. Yeah. Content, like, it is it is kind of sh- i think the shock value part of it was you know part of it is probably just the video itself but part of the shock value is, is there's an insurance agent who's making this content right and people think yeah. that insurance is not fun, it's not sexy, it's not interesting, it's not this and that. But right. when you have someone like Elijah Goodman doing what he's doing, right, it makes it interesting. Yeah. So yeah. from another marketing yeah. question and perspective on that, so you're in Milwaukee. How many calls, because TikTok's global, mm-hmm. how, yeah. many, how many mm-hmm. calls did you get from people in Arkansas or Chicago or yeah. California Great. or wherever? Great. Great question. And that was kind of like the biggest hurdle for me to get over because like you said, it's all over the place with TikTok. And at first I was only licensed in the state of Wisconsin to write insurance. So when I first started putting in the quote form that I'm sure we'll kind of get to, but I put the quote form in my bio, I'd be getting all these leads and um, maybe 10% of them were from Wisconsin. So then I was like... um, So you had to get licensed in a lot of states. Yeah, so then I ended up just getting licensed in a lot of states. But the difficult part with that too, though, was that um, I'd be appointed with all these insurance companies in Wisconsin. So it's kind of hard to get appointed with all these insurance companies in these other states. Yep. Um, luckily, we're part of a pretty big association here in uh, Milwaukee. So a lot of them were kind of uh, lenient in letting me get appointed with them in a lot of the local states. Uh, not all of the states, but probably like six or seven of the more local states. So I was able to get appointed with probably a decent amount of carriers in probably five or six states, not all the states I'd like to, because obviously anytime you get a lead, you want to try to write it as that's how you make money. But yeah, that was definitely a hurdle I had to get over as one. Um, 
getting licensed in all these other states and then getting appointed to sell for companies in these other states. And uh, yeah, that was the toughest thing though, I, because I yeah. get all these leads, I want to write it, but it was a challenge because if I'm not, um, if I'm getting leads from random states, I'm not licensed and I can't do anything with them. Well, so if you're an agency owner listening to this, you got a great referral partner, Elijah Goodman, if you wanted to reach out to him and maybe you can yeah. refer some business that way and work out some sort no of agreement there. That'd be great. No but, kidding. So the phone did I'm start not, ringing. I'll, I'll say this. So the phone yeah, started ringing. Did. It did start getting leads. It did work. I, yeah, I did. And I had like a sheet in my office that I have over here. And I got almost 50 clients from the videos, wow. which was cool to see. And they keep a track of obviously the payment and everything I was doing. So, yeah, it was really cool. I got, and we got a few really cool opportunities with some <clears throat> people who own some big apartment complexes here that they just saw my videos and what? they wanted us to quote them. That's we didn't awesome. quite get them, that but I think is. we'll get it. We'll get them at the renewal. Yeah, well, you got so, in front of them, right? And they know who you are, and you've exactly, started to build a relationship. Yeah. Exactly. And a lot of people just kind of, um, I'd say, um, kind of know I do insurance now, which is awesome. Just getting your name out there, which is huge, because obviously someone might not want to quote now, but um, when the policy comes up for renewal and it goes up, you know, whatever, 30% yeah. in this market, they'll, uh, they'll think of me and give me a yeah. chance. So definitely just getting my name out there. Yeah. Getting my name out there has been huge. I mean, I think that blows the stereotype out of the water that the only people who are on TikTok are, you know, 20 to 26 year olds or 18 to 26 yeah. year olds. Yeah. Sure, that demographic is on there and maybe, you know, sure, right. they're a large part of the demographic, but there are also people who own apartment buildings who are sitting on TikTok trying yeah. to figure out how to you know, mow their lawn perfectly and do yeah, whole I, remodeling projects. Right. And, I also think it's like any social media, the old people like me, we take over. Like Facebook right. was designed for college kids and now I'm 43 and I'm on Facebook more than college kids are. <laughs> yep. Or, you know, TikTok yeah. eventually will be, you know, an older demographic. I just think, you know, it's yeah. just part of it. So I think you were smart to do that. And those videos live forever yeah. on TikTok. Yeah. Yep. And uh, I was going to say, too, something I did that helped me quite a bit, too, on TikTok and Instagram videos is I would specifically say um, pretty much to kind of get my ideal client, which would be a homeowner at auto, for example, I'd say anyone who owns a home in these five states, which would be the states I'm licensed in, gets a $25 gas or $25 Amazon or Starbucks gift card if you uh, let me quote you. And then pretty much... To get the gift card, they'd have to send me their deck pages. That way, I could at least smart. know their series of getting the quotes. So yeah, yeah. I, like when I got a little bit smarter with things, that's kind of what I do. I kind of say, if you own a home, because that separates a lot of the kids that yeah. are just messing around on TikTok to people that actually own houses. Who is my ideal client? Um, yeah. If you uh, reach out to me, get a quote from me, you get a twenty-five dollar gift card, and I got a lot of. Um, business that way because that's a good way for me to kind of separate the kids and people just messing around from those that actually could be a good client for me. That makes sense. I'm also thinking of like the Asian owners listening right now and thinking how much money they're spending on ad spends, whether it's in Google yeah. or Facebook. You probably didn't spend a dime, you know, promoting any of this. Nope. And you got no that you wrote from that. That's incredible. Yeah. What was what was production like? What? How long did it take you to come up with these ideas? Did you make the video yourself? Yeah. Did you have an editor? iPhone. What that? was that? Yeah. What, <laughs> yeah. Go Yeah. It's funny. I did it all on my my phone here. Um, 
That's that, no, was that an was... iPhone six you just showed me? <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a three. It's super old. Now. It's super old. Wait, hold now. on. It really does have a menu button. Stop. Oh, <laughs> it's an eight. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. But oh this, man. This, this is. I love but it. Yeah, I would. Um, that is hilarious. Usually, yeah, but for filming, usually I would have um, my friend Adam film. Um, okay. Is his name? So he would usually film. But the biggest. The, like the cold calls and stuff, those should be easy to film because I could just set my phone up and do it. But the door knocking ones and um, other ones along those lines, I need to get a filmer. So uh, when Adam was busy, it would be hard because I'd have to get someone to film. Sometimes I get my mom to do it or uh, my dad's not capable of um, using any technology so he couldn't figure out how to film. But I'd get like my mom with just random people. Um, but yeah, that was the uh, hardest part, I guess, is yeah. getting lined up. Not that it was too hard, but I'm um, just getting people to film it and, um, yeah, kind of getting it set up. How, how'd you come up with the ser- the intern series? I don't know. I just randomly, I don't know. I would just kind of have thoughts go through my head, no particular thing. But, yeah, the interns, I think the first one I had was intern Matt. He's, like, he's yeah. my, like, best friend. So I think we were just screwing around in the office making videos, and that was a hit. And then I brought on the other interns, and then, yeah. yeah they were just popular, so I kept kind of riding the hot wave. You could say whatever. If it's working, I just keep riding it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Do people still recognize those interns around town or around anything else? Uh, a little bit. Uh, when I was making a lot, a lot of when yeah. I was making a lot, a lot of videos, um, they would get recognized quite a bit around here. I bet they funny. would. Um, is- little celebrity yeah. status there. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. I know. Um, yeah, I know they would get recognized. It was always funny. Yeah. That's awesome. So what did your dad think about it? I mean, that's a totally different generational gap there with your dad. Yeah. You know, what did he think about all this? And was he on board with it at first or was there some? Mm-hmm. some yeah, he, he does, like I kind of touched on, he doesn't know anything about social media. So he knew I was making the videos, and but he didn't understand or he, he just doesn't know what TikTok is or Instagram is. So he was happy because I was writing business. So he was happy about that, um, obviously. Mm-hmm. So he's just like, he's just kind of like, uh, whatever you kids do your kid stuff or whatever but uh right but a lot of yeah a lot of agencies will open up their doors even a year and a half ago and they're still not writing the, the type of business that you were writing you know you mentioned yeah, Ryan Hanley earlier his story is he went nine months before he ever wrote a policy yeah and you yep. opened up yeah. the doors you know and started a year and a half later and you're still writing business from that so yeah. that's pretty cool yeah. okay would you any suggestions, any tips, any ideas, anything you would share with listeners listening right now about using social? Yeah, I'd say um, I'd say one thing I do, I kind of touched on that helped me a lot is it's kind of um, motivating people to get a quote from you. And what, we, what I would do is I'd say, if you get a quote from me, you get a $25 Amazon or Starbucks gift card. Um, obviously you can't uh, make it depending on if they buy from you, but uh, you just trip, uh, Incentivize people to get a quote from you. That helped me tremendously. I've been getting, uh, getting, I noticed if I put out an Instagram story where I'll say, if you own a house in these states, you get a $25 gift card. If you get a quote from me, I get a whole bunch of hits on that. Um, and then in terms of the content, um, I think, I don't know, because there's different content you can make. I'm not saying there's one right or wrong way to make content, um, but I just say, if you wanted to get quote people, mm-hmm. let them know you want to quote them and do some type of a giveaway or something to incentivize people to get a quote from you. Because I've had a lot of success with that, just like actively uh, 
saying, hey, come get a quote from me, you get this gift card. But so do people who, how, how do you get around the people who just want the gift card? Right, I mean, yeah, and, and do you, do you, are, is that a lot, a large portion, but you're like, you know what, I'm willing to take the 60% of people who just took the gift card because the 40% of people who yeah. didn't, you know, I got, I, I got them, right? So yeah. how do you... Good. Good question. So I'd require them to uh, send me their deck pages for home and auto insurance. So one, that would prove they're a homeowner. So yeah, pretty much my requirement would be uh, they have to send me their deck pages. And then at that point, if they just run with the gift card, they run with the gift card. But before I did the deck page thing, I that was like a day before I realized I had to fix it, but I'd lost my butt off because a lot of people just took it around. But if someone takes the time to usually send you the deck page, you're still going to get people to just run, obviously. But it wasn't really a problem. Like enough people would actually get a quote from me. And if I was able to, obviously, yeah, uh, give them a good policy, they'd, they'd go, go for it. But yeah. then you've also got them in your CRM forever. You know, you could use right. that as a prospecting tool. Right, right. And they right. may not want to buy now. But then if you do a marketing campaign a year or two later, hey, I sent you a gift card. I'd love to quote you again. Da, 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 da. Yeah, right. I mean, that's 100%. a great prospecting tool, yeah. Yeah, I got quite a few clients, too, just because obviously insurance is kind of insane right now. Um, with I quoted them with the gift card immediately, and then nothing. But then because they were in the middle of the policy, and then the policy was kind of renewal, and it went way up, and they're like, hey, reached out to me, can I quote you? And I got quite a few clients just from that, just because I quoted them when they were midterms, and I didn't want to make the switch. It makes sense, but then the renewal they had me in mind and they gave me a chance and uh, I was able to get the business. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, yeah, that's smart. And, and a lot of people don't think long-term like that, right? They'll just judge the quality of the marketing campaign based off of, hey, how many people yeah. did you write within two weeks of running the campaign? Versus, yeah. well, there's some long-term ROI there off the back end. If yeah, you and only- I just say when you get the deck pages too, you know exactly when it's coming up for renewal. So you can just, uh, however you do it, put it in your calendar, put it in your um, uh, whatever management system that uh, if you don't get them now, you know when it's coming up for renewal. So they'd be more open for a quote. Yep. yep. Yeah, I was going to ask you, I know it's only been a year and a half, but do you have, you know, a, a system or a process for follow up or even for the new business? Do you have, you mentioned agency management system. Do you have a CRM, a management system? Do you have a process yep. that you guys are using? <clears throat> Yep. So we use a system called Levitate and then our like quoting system is applied Epic. So pretty much um, we have like an automation that once we quote someone, um, we just reach out to them in six months, every six months, asking them if they want to get a quote again. And that's kind of how we do that. Uh, the requote from everyone we got who we uh, haven't didn't write, obviously. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, Let's talk Instagram for a second. Did you just, yep. did you copy the same videos you had on TikTok onto Instagram or did, you know, to different different platforms? Yep. Did you remake the videos in some way? How'd you handle that? Yeah, so it'll be the same exact video. Okay. Um, I wouldn't post, Okay. because when, uh, when I first started with TikTok, I know it was super important to post a lot on TikTok is uh, what all my research said. So I wouldn't post on Instagram as much as TikTok. So I kind of put my funny, the videos I had were the funniest on TikTok on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Or on TikTok, I post like more videos than I did on Instagram. So, but yeah, it would be the same videos. I just want to do every single TikTok video to Instagram, just kind of like the ones I thought were my better videos. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. And did you post those from your personal account or did you have a specific account for the business that you mm -hmm. used? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I had a business account. I, uh, yep. So I had my personal account and I had a business account and I was posting it all on my business account. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, what that gains a lot of traction and followers there alone that you could use, you know, later on too. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Um, so yeah, that's kind of, uh, yeah, the route I want. Yeah. Okay. So if, so for those insurance agents who are listening, what would be the just first step to get started on TikTok, yeah. Instagram, <laughs> right? Step if one is simple. Yeah. Step one is just making an account because a lot of people don't have accounts, obviously. Uh, so like, yeah, that's, yeah. that's like fair. Like Sid Rowe there without the TikTok. Hey, yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> All right. That's fair. So make an account and then yeah. what's, what's next in terms of really getting yep. wheels to it? I would say obviously next up is posting videos. And I'd say um, I posted a lot of videos on TikTok before I kind of, my first one kind of did really well and went viral or whatever. Yeah. So I would, yeah. I would say you just post videos, you kind of play around with what connects with people, what doesn't. And then as soon as you kind of find something that's getting traction, just keep riding that wave until you can't ride it anymore. Mm. Um, so I'd say that because I, I made a lot of videos, like I said, before I kind of got any traction on TikTok. So I'd say don't get discouraged if you're posting and um, it's not you're not getting the whatever traction you want from it. I'd say also just if you're posting a lot of the same videos and you're getting the same results, just kind of look at maybe tweaking the content in terms of um, however you think you could get more views and make it more appealing to people. So I'd say. I just kind of play around by posting videos. That's the only way to see what's yeah. going to work, what's not going to work. And then when you get something that works, just kind of keep riding that wave. Yeah. You ever thought about becoming a TikTok insurance TikTok consultant? <laughs> I could. Yeah. I mean, I've thought about it. Um, yeah, I I would be open to that. I, I like coming up with ideas and everything. So, yeah, there you go. I'd roll the post. There you go. For right. those listening. For you those listening. And you don't have, while, yeah. I got some all ideas though, so just be ready. <laughs> well, and you don't, I love that you have, like you don't have to have this setup that we have in here. You don't have to have right. a cameraman. You don't have to have the right. boom mics, everything else. You did it with an iPhone and some buddies. You yeah, know, exactly. it's kind of. Uh, yeah. Well, and, and I want to say too, that we were giving you a hard time about the phone, but the reason that we pointed that out is because you don't even have to have a super nice phone. Right. You can, yeah. you, it, it's really not about the production quality. It's about the, uh, you know, the content that exactly create and doesn't yeah. entertain people, doesn't get their attention. And you don't have to have it perfect. You don't have to take 17 takes. You don't have to right. do it. You can just go out there and just go. Yeah. 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 I know a hundred percent. Um, yeah. And I think too, just like the hardest part I think is just getting started because people will be nervous to kind of put like put yourself out there, which I get because when I was putting out those videos, obviously I could look like a total idiot just doing nonsense, but just kind of don't be scared to put yourself out there. And realistically, if it uh, you might put out silly videos that don't work, I mean, in a month or two months, no one's going to remember you posted the video. So I think just don't be scared to uh, yeah. play around with some funny ideas or ideas that you think uh, have uh, potential. Awesome. Do you use video in any other part of your marketing or anything like video proposals or do you video for anything else or just for social? Uh, you said my social medias. That's it. What? No, I'm sorry. What was your question? My question is, do you use, so, do you use video for anything else in your, in your agency or just oh, for the social? Yeah, just for socials. Okay. I did play around with, uh, 
what one of the, it was one of the systems that I forget the name of it where you can video videos tape yourself talking and send it over to a client. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I forget the name of it. I, I think it's, it's a okay. really good idea. Yeah, but I, I did try it. I just kind of. I don't know, I've just kind of been sticking to the more emails, I guess, in terms of proposals and stuff and phone calls. Okay. But I did play around with it because I thought it was a cool idea. I just kind of went back to the email and phone calls. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. Well, for those of you guys listening, check out Goodman Family Insurance on TikTok, on Instagram. Uh, I, obviously, Elijah's starting a consulting business soon, so <laughs> you never know what you might find here in the coming months. But Elijah, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it, man. Yeah, no, thank you, guys. It was fun talking to you, and thanks for having me on. Well, that was a great episode. Amazing. It was an amazing episode. I really enjoyed that content. Guys, if you enjoyed that content and you want more of it, make sure you hit the subscribe button. Nah, dude. You got to tell them to crush it. Crush that subscribe button, guys. All right. Whether you want to crush it, smash it, hit it. Bop it? Sure. We could bop it. Either way, guys, we don't want you to miss another episode. We enjoy spending time with you, the VIP. Yeah. We'll see you next week.